You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family, welcome back to our Church Life Podcast. I hope that you are having a fantastic Advent season. I hope that your heart's in the right place, that your mind is in the right place. Um, and I hope that these Advent devotions you know, are, are moving you forward. So here we are, it's Tuesday, and we're trying to be faithful on mission to the Lord. Our guest today is my friend, Karina Leggett. Hey, Karina. Hey. So, Karina, you've been a close friend for me and my family for years. You've been a great gospel partner. You have served in so many ways in the Carterville uh, family on mission. So thanks for being a part of our church. Sure. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And thanks today for uh, sharing the, the devotion. Thanks. So my verse is Luke 1 verse 80. And the child grew and became strong in the spirit. And he lived in the desert until he appeared publicly to Israel. When we begin reading this verse, we know from looking back that this child is John, John the Baptist, cousin of Jesus. Then we see that he became physically strong and developed a relationship with God the Father. Then comes my favorite part, the semicolon. This indicates a pause. That usually means that there's something better to come. John sacrificed his comfort and popularity to surrender everything. He rid himself of distraction. He didn't care what others thought of his diet of locust and honey or his clothes made of camel hair. He looked at his life as a life of service to our Father. I think the desert can be two totally different seasons of life. I think that one moment the desert can be a place of temporary trial or a place of testing, and faith is often proven in our time spent here. I also think that this place of wilderness, this place of isolation, is a beautiful place to draw near to God. He often calls me here to rid myself of distractions of the world, of the busyness, of heartache, of pain, of pride, and selfishness. He reminds me of who he is and who he has called me to be. According to Mark 1-4, John didn't leave the desert. The people of Judea went to John. He stayed in the wilderness until he went to prison. Perhaps he stayed in this desert because this is where he felt closest to God. It was peaceful and quiet, few distractions. Just John and his father ready to foretell the coming of Jesus. That's awesome. You know, Karina, I look back um, on that desert motif and I think about I think about John the Baptist living his life in the well and this translation says desert other translations say wilderness and and you know in their context it's essentially the same thing you know away from the towns away from the uh, hectic schedules and the popularity contests you know right. John alone with the Lord and you know, biblically when you look back on that idea of the wilderness I think you're exactly right you know it can be the, it can be a place of testing but a place of terrific growth along the Lord. Yes, I remember um, often when we've been to Nicaragua and yeah. away from our normal situations, our normal hustle and bustle, yeah. we can often hear the Lord a little bit closer and a little bit clearer than we can when we're here with, with all of our normal distractions, our day-to-day life. Yeah, you turn off the phone and you're unplugged for a bit. That's right. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of times we look at some of the hard seasons in our life and we only see one side of that moment of testing, you know. But the other thing is that it really does. Sometimes sometimes moments of testing can become these wilderness moments where you where you are pushed to be alone with God. And what's interesting to me, several things. Number one, um, you know, John spent his life preaching in the wilderness and people were coming out of the towns 
to find him. him. Yes. Yeah. And, and even Jesus says in the Gospels, like, hey, when you went out to, to John the Baptist, what did you go out there to see? Right. A reed blown around by the wind? No. You know, and he makes a point. You know, you're not going to palaces. You guys were leaving town to go out in the wilderness because the spirit was moving in John the Baptist. That's right. He's one of my favorite characters in the entire Bible. Yes. And one of the things that I love about him is he was not normal. Like, there's nothing about the guy that is conformity. Right. I mean, from his from his birth, like his parents have to raise him weird, you know, like right. a little bit more set apart to the Lord than what people thought would be quite normal, you know. And he didn't he didn't go through like the normal stream of life. He just was he was he was unusual but different. And I don't know. I'm super intrigued by John the Baptist. And he didn't waver in that. Yeah. You know, there was or there's no mention of it that I found that he wavered in that. So you know, one gift I would love to give to our church is just that we could take on more of this John the Baptist mentality. You know, I mean, um, and and what I mean by that specifically is that we don't have to rush off to the business and we don't have to find the approval of people. Like there is this place for us where we can and should be alone with God and be formed in those places. You know, and I know for most of us, we don't live our whole lives in these places. You know, we, we, most of us are called back into, back into community, back into civilization, back into culture. But at the same time, I think that a lot of us need to borrow these moments where we slip off and are alone in the wilderness, you know? Yeah. And, and it doesn't have to be the real wilderness. It could be your back deck. That's right. Or it could be a season, a month that was just alone and quiet and difficult or different or a time of fasting or what have you. But I just would love to push our church more and more to that. Yes. I think that we oftentimes tell other people that Jesus will meet them where they're at. Yeah. But we forget that he meets us where we're at too. Yeah. Good word. Uh, I know that for years you taught uh, student ministry Sunday school. And yes. You've discipled a lot of the a lot of the girls in our church. I really appreciate that. But you know, it makes me, this this text and the, the need for these formation moments in the wilderness kind of makes me think a lot about our students you know not just our older students but even our even our children's ministry kids you know everybody trying to figure out who they are and feeling so much pressure to conform to some image the world has for them and and when they go through these seasons where you feel all alone or isolated or whatever you know we're in our i think in our default mode we think of them as a curse you right. know oh this is awful because i feel alone Right. You know, or things aren't going my way this year in seventh grade. Or, and nobody else has ever gone through this before. I'm the only one. <laughs> That's right. You know, but this John the Baptist, like this, I mean, your verse about John the Baptist helps me recognize that's not always true. I mean, maybe this season where you feel alone could be a huge gift to you. Right. You know, if you would slow down and be alone with the one who's with you in the wilderness. Because the, biblically, the secret is that when anybody's alone in the wilderness, they're not alone. Right. God's there. You know, you go back to the day that Moses is in the wilderness and is called by God. You know, you go back to the moment that the Israelites were wandering in the wilderness, being tested and disciplined, but watched over the whole time by God. You know, Elijah is off in the wilderness. John the Baptist is in the wilderness. Before Jesus starts his ministry, 40 days in the wilderness. And when he slips to the garden to pray, he yeah. takes himself away from all the distractions. That's right. Good word. Yeah.
Good word. Well, gang, so I know that the holiday season feels like you're so pressed, your schedule's so busy. But you know what, Karina? I kind of think that it also, a little bit of extra time away from work, a little bit of different schedule or routine for some people, I'll bet you are, there are some moments where we can all get away. Uh, and prepare ourselves just to hear the voice of the Lord and remember that, you know, in those alone times, we really have the attention of the one person who matters most, that's God himself. And I wonder if that's what made John the Baptist so special is all those years in the wilderness, you know, he was tuning himself to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Hey, thanks for sharing our devotion today. Thank you for having me. Yeah. All right, Karina, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.